Hello again! We are so glad that you are here. We just recently got back from Prague and are overwhelmed with positive emotions about the city. It's really magical. It's so interesting how Prague is popular among tourists all year round and more and more people come to visit every year. We visited Prague for the first time in 2008 as a part of our bus journey from Kiev to Paris and it was great. Every time we come there again and again, we discover new fantastic places to eat, enjoy the views over the rooftops and sip cocktails. If you don't mind crowds, then buy tickets and just go there. The central areas of Prague are as busy as Florence, Amsterdam and New York. But if you grant yourself an early morning walk, you will be awarded marvelous views completely people-free. It is a city of legends and fascinating stories. October is an excellent month to visit Prague as the cool air brings a variety of art and music festivals. For example, October 13 marks the start of the 10th Signal Festival in Prague, the time of the year when the city transforms into one big art gallery with live performances, lectures and workshops. Signal Festival is a four-day festival of light art and new technologies in Prague, famous for its lighting installations on streets and public spaces throughout the city, including famous historical landmarks uh, created by designers from the Czech Republic and abroad. Prague is also great for visiting in autumn and during the Christmas market, because you can try all the local delicacies cooked outdoors and enjoy the city. The most famous dishes in Prague are Prague ham, fried eggs, beef brisket, trdelnik and pork knuckle. You can also go to a beer spa, quite a unique experience, I must admit. Oh yeah, this is really something uh, very good for your soul, your mind and, and your unusual. pleasure. Yeah. It's super unusual. I've yeah, never yeah. seen a place that can offer a beer spa. And it's also interesting that you can uh, actually kind of like be in a tub um, with beer and actually and sip also beer. Drink yeah, beer. <laughs> not from the tub, not but from the yeah. Top. yeah. Um, if you're a fan of exploring the country, go to the Chesky Krumlov for the wine festival that is uh, held in October and November. Only a couple hour drive from Prague will bring you to the enticing mosaic of wine experiences. Their special menu will be served during November. St. Martin traditionally arrives on his white horse on the 11th day of November, bringing not only the first snow, but also the first wine of the year. This marks the beginning of the feast of St. Martin in Czeski Krumlov. Selected local restaurants will offer St. Martin's wine, roast goose, and other specialties. Yummy. The Czeski Krumlov Wine Festival culminates in the Castle Wine Celebration, where you can taste over 300 wine samples of Czech and foreign wineries. More information about the festival is posted on our Telegram channel, and the link is attached in the description of this podcast, so you can find more details there. I do really love visiting and exploring new places, especially Special cute corners outside of the big cities when you just come to a big city and then you just travel around the country or region um, to get to know the culture, people, local specialties. Yeah, totally. By the way, how do you like traveling around? More by car? train or bus <laughs> yeah well i prefer the car and i think you already know the answer i am a driving junkie it truly is my passion driving is convenient as it allows you to go to secluded places and stop whenever you want 
uh, well, to enjoy the views, you know, to take a moment. You uh, can also include detours and to your tour. Definitely, yeah. Also, if you listen to our previous episode and some of our stories related to our road trips, you'll definitely understand why we actually love traveling by car. However, if you like to have a more relaxing pace of your journey, then it's much better to use other means of transportation. Or you can just go with us on our retreat journeys, where you'll be driven around to all the best places at certain destinations. Yeah, without even like taking care of uh, driving Anything. and thinking about all, all of those things yeah nevertheless if you are going to rent a car at your travel destination you might want to know the main aspects and details you have to pay attention to it's interesting that it may seem easy you just book online and then come to an office but some of the aspects really require close attention and practicing due diligence with a huge experience on our shoulders of a car renting in different countries we have uh, the following tips to share with you first how and where to book. There are plenty of third-party booking engines and direct company websites, so how to choose where to rent your car from. Make online research, what are the prices, what is included and what companies offer, and decide what suits your needs better. This is like the best advice, because no one will tell you uh, which method is more suitable for you, it's just up to you to decide. We book directly and through third-party websites when the prices are very attractive. If you're booking through the third-party website, check the cancellation policies at first, just in case, and check the company uh, before booking. Most of the time we book through a third-party and choose big companies such as Alamo, Europcar, Enterprise, Maggiore, Goldcar, Sixth, and many more. It is also a great idea to choose one company you always rent a car from, book directly, become their regular, and get benefits and bonuses such as a model guarantee, priority services at a, at a rental desk, upgrades, and so on. Uh, the next most important part is the car size. You have to make sure that you're booking a car that suits you and will fit your luggage. <laughs> so that before choosing, make sure you understand what you want. If you're three people traveling, then the Fiat 500 will be too small for you. So research and choose the right car type. Most companies have a similar scale to indicate car types and sizes, so pay attention to the number of passenger seats and luggage pieces. The car also has to suit the location. Don't get SUV if you're going to drive in small towns. Also, pay attention to the details. If you see on the website before booking your preferred car model, for example, Citroen C3 or similar, you have to understand that if the model is not guaranteed to you, you may get a similar car at the rental desk. Yeah, so it's kind of like it's indicated on the website, the car model or similar. So this similar may be any other car of this uh, car type. So it doesn't mean that you will get the exact car that is pictured on the website. Another important aspect is fuel policy. Our advice is always to get full to full. It is much more convenient and cheaper. First of all, you don't have to think about how much exactly fuel was in the tank when you pick the car up and when you return it with the same amount or whether you have the same amount when you return it. Because if you return your car and there's less fuel than when you picked it up, the rental desk will charge you the refuel fee and the price for one liter will not be the same as the, at the gas station. It will be higher, much higher. Yeah, so full to full is more convenient. You get a car with a full tank and ready to 
drive and you simply refill the tank before you you return the car oh yeah that one time when we rented a car in porto do, do you remember when we received it, it was an empty tank almost at midnight and we had to drive around to find the gas station before we can continue our journey to the place where we booked the night i wanted to add that there is always a gas station at the airport but then i remember the story and it actually stopped me from saying this because it it was a disaster we just couldn't find a gas station back then in porto yeah no. so definitely full to full after this yeah when you receive a car at the office also please check if the tank is actually full another important thing to pay attention to while booking is unlimited mileage it really means that you can drive as many miles or kilometers as you want during your rental. However, sometimes companies limit kilometers per day and count the total mileage of your rental. Especially, it happens quite often in Germany and Austria. So if you exceeded the allowed number of kilometers, they will charge you an extra per each kilometer when you return the car. In detail, it is this way. If you rent a car for five days and the limit is 200 kilometers per day, then you can drive 1000 kilometer per rental without paying extra for mileage. But if you return a car and you drove 1050 kilometers, you will be charged for this extra 50 kilometers. So unlimited mileage it is. You never know where the road will take you. Insurance. Yeah, get it or not is really up to you. It's like uh, it would be really responsible to say uh, get the insurance. Uh, but if you decide to, to pay for insurance, you have to get it directly from the rental company. If you book your car uh, by a third party booking engine, don't pay for insurance on the website. Instead, get it directly at the rental desk from the car provider. Uh, also check with your bank about travel credit card insurance, which may cover your collision damage waiver. Insurance is a great way of stress-free traveling. You can park your car and don't mind that someone hit you and run away. And if some unforeseen objects hit the car, for example, a bird stuck in the radiator grid, as it happened when we were traveling Andalusia, no words can describe this episode. Go to our Telegram channel and see the photo yourself. The link in the description. Yeah, it was really a very interesting episode. And uh, well, you know, we are the risk takers. Uh, pretty often we don't add insurance to our car rental, especially for short time rentals, until uh, that one time in Cappadocia that changed everything but this is completely another story for the next episode or episodes if you plan to change seats behind the wheel add an additional driver we are two drivers and like to change seats if it's a long road or it is convenient when one of us doesn't feel well so we always add an additional driver to our rental because if a road accident happens the insurance will cover only the driver or drivers indicated in the rental agreement yeah and if there another person was behind the wheel during that accident that will be a lot of trouble also one-way rental will cost more so to save money plan the round trip so that a car pickup and drop-off location is the same we rent one way only if we are going far and don't want to drive back over 500 kilometers to the starting point we rented a car in vienna for example and dropped it off in innsbruck just to save time and it was convenient so we flew in one city and just took off from another premium location fee it is a fee that is added to your booking for the location 
usually it is an airport so picking up the car at the airport can be more expensive than picking it up in the city some say it is overpaying but we don't think so we always rent a car at the airport and return it at the airport it is convenient no need no need to take a taxi and in the end you don't overpay much when you're at the rental desk the agent may offer you extra services such as gps and don't do it <laughs> yeah don't don't pay for it it is a total ripoff most modern cars have an integrated navigation system or you can always use maps on your phone online and offline everyone is using their phone now yeah true and really it, it might cost like 30 euros per, per day or per rental i don't know but it's still it's still not logical to pay for this always inspect your car before you start driving take pictures of any damages especially when you don't have insurance and one more thing ask for the direct phone number of the office you get your car from because usually in your rental agreement you have the service line and an emergency line numbers once uh, we rented a car in venice and drove to ravenna so we were like 200 kilometers away from the rental desk and uh, at a certain moment, we realized that we needed to extend our rental period because we had to stay for three additional days. And it was a very weird experience. Uh, we called the rental company and they suggested writing an email to the rental desk with our desired changes. We did exactly that and didn't get any reply with a confirmation or without it so we called the rental company again it's like the general customer service and the agent said that it was totally okay the office probably received an email and didn't have to reply they just made the changes we were so suspicious about that and found the rental desk phone number when the call went through they confirmed the same information it is better to have a direct contact with the rental office just just in case before you return the car to the rental office check it for your personal belongings and don't forget your phone chargers holder and other things i once found 20 euros in between the seats in a rental car super surprised oh that's nice what did you do with those i bought pastry and gave seven euros to a street musician oh that's a great deal sharing is caring anyway Follow the rules, do not exceed speed limits, and be careful on the road. This week we fly to Sardinia for a vacation and new impressions. It's our first time uh, there, it will be our first time there, and we want to check and inspect certain places to improve our travel planning services. So meanwhile, go to our Instagram and follow the journey. It will be interesting. Or come back next week for a new episode of It's So Interesting. Also, hit subscribe button and join our Telegram channel for interesting facts and tips about traveling. Thank you so much for listening to yes, us. Yes, thank you so much. And if you have any questions, you can always write on Instagram or on Telegram. We are very happy and lovely to help and share any information we know about traveling and... Uh, and more. And more, yes. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank, thank you, Mike.